Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Ramon, thank you so much for tapping the mic. Super excited to be here with all of you guys today. For those of you who are new to the room for the first time ever, welcome to Breakfast with Champions. If you are a regular, then welcome back. My name is Dominique Murphy. I'm a three-time Emmy Award-winning television personality, media master, and I help people just like you gain confidence, find your voice, land amazing media opportunities, and then ultimately monetize on it in a big way. So today, we're going to continue the conversation. I've been on a few weeks now, every Monday at 3 o'clock Eastern. I come to you, thanks to the lovely Sarah, and bring you guys information, strategies, tactics to help you get to the next level. One thing you'll learn about me, if you want to learn more first and foremost, just click on my face. You can read my bio for more detailed information. But my number one goal is to provide you guys with tactical information. How many times have we been in rooms and people talk in circles and you're like, I'm not learning anything? This is what I love about Breakfast with Champions. Everyone provides sound advice, tactical information that you can write down, implement, and then go crush it. So that is what this room is about. That is what my lessons and strategies are about as well. So last week we talked about how to get into to the media, what media and speaking decision makers are looking for. We're going to get into money today, monetizing your message. I want to do a quick poll of the room. I will not pull you to the stage. I just need to know who is in the room today. So if you are somebody who is interested in public speaking in any way, shape, or form, will you do me a favor and raise your hand right now? Just raise your hand. Again, I will not pull you up to the stage. I just want to know who is in the room today. Interested in public speaking, maybe becoming a speaker. If that is you, raise your hand. All right. If you are interested in media, media, you want to be on TV, you want to be magazines, newspapers, podcasts, you're interested in media, if that's you, go ahead and raise your hand for me. Raise your hand if you are interested in media. Okay, go ahead and put your hands down. And then finally, who is interested in earning money through their message? So instead of just talking and you're like, oh, it's cool for vanity metrics, you're actually interested in monetizing on it. Raise your hand if that's you. Okay, and raise your hand if you're awake. <laughs> who's awake in the room today. Okay, cool. So let's get into it. Today we're going to talk about monetizing your message. A lot of ways to do this. Um, one thing that I find when people come to me, they say, hey, listen, I'm really struggling reaching a different audience. I'm really struggling getting my avatar to align with my brand, to purchase what it is that I have to offer. All of this is intertwined. And one thing that's very important, vanity metrics are amazing, right? It's great being on TV. It's great getting all those opportunities. But at the end of the day, if you're not actually monetizing on it, it's, it's really not great, 
right? You can get on television, you're out there sharing your message. It's great for a while for vanity metrics, but again, if you don't know how to leverage those assets and monetize on them, then they're wasted opportunities. So I'm going to help you guys with a few strategies today to start monetizing your message. I want you to be writing down questions as well as we go because there will be time for Q&A, a good half hour. So I want to make sure everybody is uh, alert, take notes, and then I will be happy to answer questions the last half hour. So let's talk about monetizing your message. There's a formula that I love to use. If you've been in any of my rooms, you've probably heard me say it. And the formula is visibility equals credibility, which equals profitability. I'll say it again slowly so you can write it down. Visibility equals credibility, which equals profitability. Let's strategically break down what that formula means when it comes to media, really anything in your business. Visibility is being seen. It's what we all know of the word, visibility, being seen and being heard. So for instance, on Clubhouse today, anyone who's up here on this stage in this room is being seen, and if you're speaking up, you're being heard. So visibility, being seen, speaking up, and also being heard. Visibility always leads to credibility. The more people see you, the more people hear you, and especially when you're showing up and providing value, providing great content, providing tactical information, you become more credible. The more you're seen, the more credible you become. When you are credible, inevitably, you become more profitable. Visibility always equals credibility, which always equals profitability. I don't like to spend too much time focusing on the last part, profitability, because it comes inevitably. And you should focus on excellence, not on money. Okay, that's my whole philosophy in life. If you focus on excellence, the money, I promise you, will come. So visibility equals credibility, which equals profitability. If we were to take this and really hone this point in a little bit more, Let's say we were talking about a water company, a company that has water in a bottle, right? And if I said, think of a water company, a company that has water in a bottle that you go to a store and purchase, chances are you've already thought of one or two or five, right? Maybe Aquafina, Dasani, Evian, Fiji, doesn't matter. You thought of certain brand names. The reason why you thought of those water companies is because they're visible. Every time you walk in a store, you see them. You see their ads on buses, on billboards. You've heard them. You've seen them on the radio, commercials, print ads. They're very visible. So because they're visible, you're more likely to buy one of those brands as opposed to a brand you've never seen, never heard of. So the visibility equals the credibility, and because you bought it, it makes it more profitable. So visibility equals credibility, which equals profitability. Very important to understand if you're looking to get media exposure, if you're looking to monetize on your message as well. You must be visible. That is like the number one pro hack from someone who's been in the business 20 years. Make yourself visible. So when it comes to monetizing, because that's what we're going to focus on today, is earning money from your message. The very first thing that I want everyone to start thinking about is who is your avatar? Who is your avatar? Dominique, my avatar is, and if you're in the room today going, what in the world is an avatar, that is okay. That's why you're here today. An avatar is your ideal customer. Who is it that you want to align with? Who is this person? And I want you to get super granular. Is it a male or is it a female? How old are they? You can give me a range, but it's got to be a close range, right? So, 30 to 35? Are they 50 to 55? How old is this person? What do they like? Do they read magazines or do they read books? How much money do they earn a year? That's how granular I need you to get. Who is your specific avatar? This is the person I'm targeting. And chances are most people will say, well, Dominique, I don't care. If you're paying me money, hey, I'm open. <laughs> And that's a flawed approach. You do not want to be the person who's just something for everyone because when you have something for everyone, you have nothing for no one. So you want to actually button this down and say, who would I like to be my ideal customer? Because a lot of times you may not know. I don't, I don't know, Dominique, who is my ideal? Who do you want it to be? Who do you want it to be? There's no right or wrong answer. Who do you want to market your stuff to? So let's say you decide on a female in her mid-30s. Okay, that's the person you're targeting great. Again, getting super granular. You will never cut yourself off by 
narrow focusing down the person that you're speaking to. A lot of times people think, oh, no, if I, if I get really granular, I'm going to cut off potential clients. Nothing could be further from the truth. When you get very, very clear in your messaging, okay, media, messaging, money, they all go hand in hand. When you get very, very clear and granular on who it is specifically that you're talking to, when that avatar sees it, they're like, oh, my gosh, yeah, yeah, that's me. Okay, that, that's for me. I'm in. It's a much easier sell. Because instead of it being so broad that it speaks to nobody, you're now speaking to somebody very specific. So by getting very granular, you'll actually increase your profit exponentially. Who is it that you're speaking to? Now, let's say you're very, you've gotten it all the way down. Okay, I'm targeting women with confidence in their 20s. All right, there's still always going to be what we call outliers, people who are not in that demographic per se who will still purchase your product. Always. Uh, you've heard me use the example, if you've been in my rooms before, flow from progressive. That is their ideal customer, flow. Woman in her early 40s, bright red lipstick, middle class, brown hair, like that is exactly who they are targeting, trying to figure out her life. That's their avatar. But there are men of all ages and women of all ages who also buy progressive. So by getting granular, you're not actually limiting yourself. You're actually opening up just massive opportunities for your brand. So I want you to define your avatar. And what does this avatar want? What do they want? If you don't know what your customer, first and foremost, number one, figure out your avatar. Who is your ideal customer? Once you know who this person is, and again, if you don't know, pick Decide today who this person will be. Once you decide who your avatar is, I want you to ask yourself, what does this avatar want? What do they want? What are they struggling with? Everybody in this room, in this world, wants something. So what do they want? And I want you to discover what their pain points are because the people in this world who earn money are people who discover problems. And they're the solution to the problem. They discover what the pain points are and they rectify it. So ask yourself, what are their pain points? What are they struggling with? There are a few ways to do this. If you can't sit back and, and kind of conceptualize what it is, many things you can do. First and foremost, you're on an app called Clubhouse. It's a brilliant app. I absolutely love it because it's a platform where you can create a forum, you can create a focus group, you can create a room, and people from all over the world, just like today, can hop in, and you guys can have a candid conversation. And for instance, you're going to title the room something that would attract your avatar. So if you're focused on fitness, your title will have something about, about fitness in the title, right? Fitness questions for um, the person looking to lose weight, right? You're going to literally spell out who it is you want in that room. The beautiful thing, again, about Clubhouse is we scroll our hallways, right? And we're like, ooh, that speaks to me. Let me jump in that room. Ooh, that's interesting. Let me jump in this room. So understanding that by creating one of these rooms, creating a space, you can hold a focus group and say, hey, guys, I'm Dominique. I am doing a, fitness, I'm doing a focus group today on X, Y, and Z. This is what I'm focusing on. And I want to know what are you struggling with when it comes to this. And people will tell you. They will tell you. They are going to literally help you craft your offers. They're going to help you craft everything that you're looking to do. A lot of times we think we have it figured out and we try to do it ourselves. Like, I know what they want. They want this, this, and this. You may not know exactly what it is. And this is someone speaking from learning that mistake the very, very hard way, costing myself hundreds of thousands of dollars thinking I knew what my avatar wanted. This was years ago. So what you want to do is put yourself out there and start asking good questions. What are they looking for? What are they struggling with? And you ask them, and they will tell you, wow, when it comes to fitness, I'm really struggling because it seems like all the food is just gross. I want to get healthy, but I, I don't want to just eat iceberg lettuce and carrots all the time. So I'm looking for a solution where I can enjoy my food. Write it down. Write that down. That's a, that's a whole brand for you right there, right? Or they might say something like, you know, I don't have confidence because I used to like my body. Then after having kids, I, I, I no longer feel attractive anymore. And so I'm really struggling with what I can do to boost my confidence when it comes to fitness and, and feeling good in my own skin. 
write that down. That's a whole other model for you. So what you want to be doing is listening. So often we think we have it figured out that we're not listening. And by opening your ears and listening to the concerns and the, the complaints of your ideal avatar, this is how you build your brand and your business out because now you know what people actually are struggling with. And just start writing it down and writing it down. Before you know it, you're going to hear the same five, six, seven things over and over again. And that's how you know what people are really dealing with. Oh, wow, they're all saying the same thing. Maybe there's something here. And it might surprise you. You might go, wow, I didn't know people really struggled with this. Okay, well, if that's six, seven people that are all saying the same thing on different days, there must be something here. So understanding your avatar and then understanding your avatar's pain point. There are five questions that you must be able to answer about your customer. The first one that I want you guys to be thinking about when it comes to your business, this is for all my entrepreneurs out there, is who is currently buying your product and or who will buy your product. So again, that goes back to your avatar. Who's buying your stuff right now? Who's buying it? You might say, it's this avatar, it's a little bit of everybody, nobody's buying it, Dominic, help me, help me. Who do you want to buy your product? So this, again, is defining clearly, granular, who is your avatar. The next one is who would you want to buy your product? We just spoke about this. So in a perfect world, who would be your ideal customer? Is it somebody who, like, what age range? What are they doing? Is it a high-level CEO that is going to buy your product? Is it somebody who's just getting out of a, a marriage? Is it somebody who's going to college? Who is your ideal customer? Who do you want to buy your product? The third question you want to ask yourself is what does your typical customer look like? Again, breaking down the avatar. Specifically, what do they look like? How much do they earn? What do they do? What are their interests? Number four, I want you to start to figure out what is important to them. This is one of the most important things to know. What is important to them? A lot of times we focus on our brand, us, us, me, 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 right? The me monster comes out. But really it's not about us at all. Again, as I said earlier, the people in this world who earn a lot of money are the ones who create solutions to problems. So if people have problems, you're the solution to that problem. If you figure that out, you will never struggle. Okay, so being a solution to a problem, you will never, ever struggle. So what is important to them? What do they want to achieve? What does your customer want to achieve? Figure out what they want. Don't make it about you. Make it about them. And then the fifth one is what do you want your customers to love about what it is that you're selling? What do you want them to love about it? This is a hard one for a lot of people to answer. And you must know this answer if you're looking to really scale your business through, you know, through, through um, all these touch points we're discussing here today. So what do you want your customers to love about what it is that you're selling? What is it? Do you want them to love the price point? Do you want them to love the quality of the product? Do you want them to love the messaging behind the product? What is it? specifically that you want your customers to love about what it is that you're selling. So again, when it comes to defining your avatar, the five questions, who is currently buying or will buy your product? Number two, who would you love to buy your product? Like if I could just wave a wand, this would be the person. Number three, what does your typical customer look like? What are their characteristics? Getting super granular. Number four, what is important to them? What's important to them? Right? What are they looking for in life? And number five, what do you want your customers to love about what it is that you are selling? And this is you. What do you want them to love about what you're selling? Okay? So we're going to continue. We're speaking today about monetizing your message here in Breakfast with Champions. And uh, I'm so excited. Good to see all of you guys today. I'm Dominique Murphy. You are in, as I just mentioned, Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. Just so you guys know, if you haven't been here the last couple of days, we now have 15 hours of programming each weekday from 5 a.m. Set your alarms to 8 p.m. plus 6 a.m. to noon on Saturday and Club 111 on Sunday. If you like what you're hearing, some friends into the room. On the bottom right of your screen, there's a little plus sign. Go ahead and tap that, and let's invite some more folks into the room. 
let them join the Breakfast of Champions Club on Clubhouse as a member as well. And you can do that by tapping that green house right above Patricia's head here on Clubhouse. Also, PTR for me, guys. That's when you put your finger on your screen, pull it down to the floor to refresh the room so we're all looking at the exact same thing. So we just went over monetizing your message, visibility, credibility, and profitability. Super, super exciting things. Okay, so when it comes to your avatar, when it comes to scaling, when it comes to reaching a larger audience, there are certain things that people are willing to pay for. This is another reason why a lot of individuals struggle when they become entrepreneurs because they're like, I don't really know how to get my offer out there. I don't know how to reach my ideal customers, my ideal clients. There are certain things people will pay for, okay? If you tap into these, you will not have a problem. People will pay for access. Help me get to something or somewhere that I can't get on my own. Give me access. I will pay you money, okay? People will pay for process. Help me do it. How do I get from A to B? How do I get from A to B? Show me the process of where I am today to get to X, Y, and Z. Number three, people will pay for betterment. Make my life better. And again, all these are outward focused. They're focused on your consumer. They will pay for you to make their lives better in some way, shape, or form. Betterment. Are you going to give me confidence? Are you going to make me healthier? Are you going to help me earn more money? What can you do for betterment's sake? Okay, so access, process, betterment. People will pay for simplicity. Make my life easier. Simplify my life. Please, it's too chaotic. It's too complicated. Make my life easier. People will pay you for simplicity. Information. People will pay you for information. You know something they don't know. They want the information. They will pay you for information. Implementation. Helping someone get somewhere or something faster and easier. This is what we call done for you. So, for instance, you can give someone all of the steps, but if they're like, I don't want to do that, can you just do it for me? We call that implementation, which is done for you. So that's another thing you can be thinking about. Maybe you have a service where you actually produce something for somebody. So if it's public relations, instead of teaching them how to be on TV, you're like, hey, I'll place you on TV. Okay. So implementation is another thing. So, again, access, people will pay you for access. People will pay you for process. People will pay you for betterment. They will pay you for simplicity, information, and implementation. Show me how to do it very, very quickly. (laughs) So as we continue the room, guys, I want to let you guys know about something, a couple of things. Number one, I have a free gift for everybody in the room today. It is my book. It is called Speak Up, Five Simple Hacks to Gain Confidence, Find your voice and land media opportunities. So if you're looking to com- for confidence, I, I, I'm scared, Dominique, to put myself out there. You're looking to find your authentic voice, which is fundamental. If you want media, if you want exposure, if you want to reach a much larger audience, you absolutely have to find your own voice. And I go over this really in depth in the book. And number three is landing media opportunities. It's the blueprint for you on how you can start getting on television, in the media immediately. So my book is normally not free, but it is free for all of you guys here in Breakfast with Champions. If you go to my Instagram page, if you click on my face, scroll down to Instagram, the icon, go over to Instagram while you're there, say, what's up? Say hi. The link in my bio it says free ebook. You will see a link right there. That is how you download your ebook of Speak Up Five Simple Hacks to Gain Confidence, Find Your Voice, and Land Via Opportunities. Once you get it, it will be sent to your inbox. Once you get it, you will have an opportunity to sign up for my boot camp. It is five days of super in depth training. Full, full hacks, tools, homework, everything, blueprints on how to land media from the press release that you need to write specifically each paragraph. Every single thing you've ever wanted to know about media is in that boot camp that comes up after that. And then one third thing, I do have a mastermind coming up in September in Tampa. It's going to be three days. I have one spot left. 
it is going to be absolutely game-changing for someone who's truly serious about getting to the next level when it comes to media. It's going to be tons of media exposure, tons of press. It's going to be crazy. You're going to be positioned in front of 2 million households on television. You're going to be speaking on a stage. All these assets will be recorded and so, so, so much more. So if you're interested in the Tampa Mastermind, like I said, I have one spot left. All you need to do is shoot me a DM that says Tampa, and my team will send you all the information to be a part of that if you want to apply for that program. So let's continue the conversation, guys. We're talking about monetizing your message, making money through your story, through your message. So there's three things that I need you guys to know and to write down. Customers make buying decisions on three things, literally. It's super simple. Let's simplify this whole process, right? We talked about simplicity. I'm like the queen of like simplicity. Show me how to do it in two steps. Show me how to do it in five steps. I don't want 200 steps. Just show me how to do it. So three things that customers um, think about when it comes to making buying decisions. Number one, is it easy? Is it easy? Is it easy? Right? Number one. Number two, does it work? And number three, can I do it? Can I do it? Number one, is it easy? Is it easy? Two, does it work? And three, can I do it? Because if it's easy, no one wants a hard project, right? Like I I can pretty much assume that no one in this room wants something that's super duper duper tough and confusing and uh, frustrating, right? Doesn't sound good. We're like, is it easy? Can I do it? Yeah, I can do it. It's easy and it works. Win, win, win. Where do I sign up? So be thinking about the big three. These are the things that customers use when it comes to making decisions, right? Is it easy? Does it work? And can I do it? So one thing I want you guys to be thinking about is a what we call a lead magnet when it comes to bringing your ideal customers to you. A lead magnet, if you're not familiar, it's something. It could be there's a million things you could do. It could be a, a PDF, a quiz, a recipe, a chapter of a book, a full book, a crash course, a webinar, an ebook, a poem, affirmations, discovery call, on and on and on. It could be a, whatever you want it to be. But essentially what it is, it's an irresistible offer that brings people to you. So you say, hey, listen, I'm giving out this, and it's something that your customers are interested in. So let's go back to the fitness example. I I don't work in fitness, just so you guys know. But let's go back to the fitness example because it has a broad appeal that everyone can really kind of align with. So if you're in the fitness arena, you might have a PDF on five simple strategies to keep the, the weight off as we go into the holiday season, right? And people are like, wow, especially if you start pitching that in a timely manner, right, when October, November is happening and we're all thinking of the holidays and all the good food, those are things that your ideal customer would be interested in. And this is why we want to have our avatar because now instead of just throwing everything spaghetti at the wall and hoping that something sticks, you now know how to position yourself what rooms you need to be in, where you need to be speaking, where you need to go to be able to target that avatar. So, for instance, if you're in the fitness space, you wouldn't go and speak to real estate groups. Now, there may be a few people in the real estate group who are into fitness, but that's not who you want to target. That's wasted time for you. When you know who your avatar is, you know how to align with certain things that will actually bring you an audience of people who are truly interested in what it is that you offer. So if you're in fitness, you align with fitness organizations, fitness influencers, fitness clubs, et cetera, and you make sure your message is being heard that way. You bring your audience in by a lead magnet, something that is of interest to that avatar, to the group you're aligned with, that you're speaking to, and that is how you start to generate more and more leads, more and more customers, you grow your brand, you grow your your name, your visibility in that particular niche. So again, visibility equals credibility, which equals profitability. I don't want anyone to get too hung up on the actual lead magnet because oftentimes we're like, well, Dominique, PDF or, or, or a quiz? I'm like, it doesn't matter. No, 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 it does. PDF or, or a quiz? Which one do you like better? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. You just want to have something that it draws your audience into you. The subject matter matters, but the the avenue that you choose, a book, an audio recording, a a sticker, it doesn't matter. Literally, it's all about the 
content that is within the item that you choose for your lead magnet. So those are some strategies on how to start monetizing your message. We are at the half hour mark, so I want to open this up for Q&A. Today we're talking, if you're just joining us, about monetizing your message. My wheelhouse is business and it's media. I love both so, so much. And I want to help you guys not only get into the media, not only get on stages, not only have your voice heard, but also to have systems in place to be able to monetize on the back end. Because just speaking is fun. But after a while, you're like, I need to get paid for this stuff. So showing you how the different strategies and tools to start monetizing your message. So I'd love to open it up for Q&A. If you're in the audience, please raise your hand as well. I will happily bring you up. One caveat, this is a super inclusive So I never want anyone to feel scared or intimidated to come up here. No such thing as a dumb question. So if you have one, and I know there's some of you out there right now going, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I encourage you to raise your hand now and come up to the stage. So does anyone on the stage have a question as I pull people from the audience? If you do, just tap your microphone for me so I can see you. Dominique, I'll chime in. This is Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hey, gosh, this has been so good today. You know, one thing that, um, you know, I've been thinking about listening, like literally what you were just saying is, you know, what's one thing that you would share for people who are nervous speaking? I mean, you have such a stage presence, whether it's on Clubhouse, whether it's, you know, getting themselves out there in the media, this is, you know, motivation and marketing Monday. And I feel like mindset really figures into that. What are some top tips that you give people to feel more confident asking that question and speaking with such poise? I'm done speaking. Oh, thanks for the compliment, Sarah. And yeah, it's scary, right? Oh my gosh, I got to go up there and, and, and open my mouth. Oh my gosh, right? So here's, here's the thing. When it comes to media, when it comes to public speaking, whether you're speaking in front of one person or one million people, although it doesn't feel the same, it really is. You're only speaking to one person at any given time. And the key to get out there I wish I could tell you guys there's like some like magical like pill that we could take and just be good. The reality is you have to decide first and foremost that you want to do it. Okay, what is it that you want? Okay, I want to be confident. I want to get on stages. I want to get in the media. I want to just be able to post a video on social media. Okay, we now know what it is. You have to define what the thing is. Like what do you want to achieve? Once you've identified the thing, that really lights you up inside. This is it. Oh, my gosh, Dominique, I would do this for free. I'd love it. That thing, once you figure out what that is, you have to realize that the only way to get it is extreme discomfort before it becomes comfortable. Just like anything, the more you do it, the easier it gets. The more you do it, the easier it gets. People who are trained, i.e. like myself, it has been years and years and years of doing this. So now I don't even think about it. But when I first started, oh, my gosh, you better believe I was nervous. You better believe I, quote, unquote, messed up and felt horrible and, you know, thought, should I ever put myself back there again? Should I? Should I? Am I good enough? Am I? Am I? Right? The questions that go through all of our minds. That's imposter syndrome. And the best way to do it, first and foremost, again, you have to decide. I am going to go on social media. I'm just going to do it. And not only am I going to do it, I'm going to post an image because I have never posted an image of my face. So I'm just going to do that. Maybe that's where you are. And that's great. Don't compare yourself to others on this spectrum bar like, well, you know, I haven't done anything, so I feel like I should be on live television tomorrow. No, no, no. You might just say, I just want to post a picture and feel confident enough to post a photo of myself. And that is great. You might say, well, I've already posted photos, but I just want to be able to go live. I'm, I'm a, my worst critic. I sit there, and before I go live, I'm looking at the, the, the image of me backwards, and I'm like, oh, look at those wrinkles. Look at my hair. Look at my makeup. I look fat. I did that, right? You're doing that stuff. I mean, that just pressing the live button and just deciding, like, you know what? Here we go. Here we go. Because if you want results, if you want anything in this world, you have to put yourself out there. It's like a baby. When a baby is born, it literally cannot survive on its own. It has to be carried from point A to point B to point C. It has to be carried. And after a few months, that little baby musters up enough courage and says, you know what? Huh. I don't need to be carried anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to crawl. And one day that baby 
it rocks and rocks and rocks and rocks and rocks and rocks over and over and over and over and over again. And then finally one day, it gains the strength and courage to flip over. And the baby's like, whoa, okay, new vantage point. I'm now on my hands and knees as opposed to my back. Huh. And then what do they start to do? They start to kind of rock on their hands and knees back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, days and days and days and days and days. And before you know it, they start to crawl. And they're like, whoa, I'm crawling now. I was on my back, and now I was on my knees, now I'm crawling. And before you know it, that child then decides it wants to start scaling furniture. It starts pulling up on tables and chairs. And what happens? It falls over and over and over and over, but they never lose the confidence. They keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it until one day they stand up on their own. And before you know it, they're walking and then they're running and they no longer remember the days when they couldn't even move from point A to point B. And the same is true with us. If you want to get media exposure, if you want to public speak, if you want to get on stages or even have enough confidence to speak in a room like this in front of, you know, a couple hundred people, a hundred people, if you want to be able to do that, to do that, you have to just start putting yourself out there and say, okay, I'm going to put myself out there and it is going to be what it's going to be. I'm just going to put myself out there. If I mess up, no problem. And honestly, what does messing up mean? All of it is a lesson. All of it is experience. All of it gives you credibility for putting yourself out there first and foremost. And just not looking left and right, looking forward, understanding that everybody starts somewhere. Everybody has to get better over time. Even the greatest, greatest people in media, like Ellen. Let's talk about Ellen, the Ellen Show, right? If you watch her early episodes, like her very early episodes on the Ellen Show, not her, not her sitcom before, but her actual talk show, and if you watch the early episodes, she's really green. And then you watch her today, it's like a totally different person. And the same is true with everybody. We all continuously grow by putting ourselves out there over and over and over again. So it's understanding that you do deserve a voice. You are capable. You don't focus on messing up. Focus, focus on winning. Instead of saying, well, what happens? What happens if? What if I fail? What if I mess up? What if I, what if I, focus on what if I win? What if I crush it? What if I get a, you know, a, a sale out of this, a deal out of this? What if I meet my partner out of this? What if, what if, what if from a positive standpoint? Because all of these things are fixations of our imagination. They're all illusions. And so we're basing all of these things on something that hasn't even happened yet. So instead of manifesting negativity and failure and missed opportunities, start manifesting positive results, positive outcomes, positive opportunities for yourself, your family, your business, and your brand. So that's what I would recommend, Sarah, is totally just decide want to do it, putting yourself out there, understanding that you have to focus on the positive, but truly realize, like subconsciously realize you are worthy and you do have a message that the world wants to, keyword, they want to hear it, but they also need to hear it. That was so helpful. I hope that anyone on stage or in the audience who is feeling nervous just feels inspired in this moment. Thank you for that. So welcome. You're so welcome, Sarah. Yeah, you guys just put yourself out there. It's it's honestly the best feeling. It's kind of like going to the gym, right? In the winter, if anyone lives in a cold climate, it's one of those things winter comes and you're like, oh, I don't want to leave. If you don't have a gym in your house, if you're like, oh, I have to get in my car, warm it up, drive to the gym, park. Oh, sounds awful, right? You're in you're, your warm PJs and the thought of doing that just does not sound good. But once you get there and you work out, you never regret it, ever. You're like, wow, I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad I got up and put myself out there. And the same is true for all of you when it comes to media. When you do it, when you speak up, again, whether it's in front of one person or a million people, once you do it and you finish, there's this sigh of relief, this, this overarching, like, heavy feeling of relief of, oh, my gosh, I just did that. I can't believe I just did that. And that is the best feeling in the world. It becomes euphoric. And once you do it, go do another one do it again. I don't say, okay, that was great. Maybe next week. No, no, no. You just had a win. 
go do it again and then go do it again and then go do it again and keep doing it and make that consistency part of your routine. Get yourself out there, put yourself out there, and it will not take long. Just like a child goes from being carried to, to running, it, it will not take that long once you start doing it and commit yourself to doing it over and over and over again. That's such a great question, Sarah. Thank you so much. Anyone else on the stage have a question? If you do, just tap your mic or you can just speak up for me. Anybody in the audience have a question? Christopher, was hey, that Dominique. you? Yes, yes. Hey, what's up, Dominique? Hey, I want to thank you guys so much up? for an amazing conversation right now. I'm Christopher Ash, the No Excuses Coach. So I want to kind of dig into what you were talking about a little bit before. And thank you because it was brilliant. I took a massive amount of notes. What is your thought on having the perspective? I'm the No Excuses Coach. Again, the perspective of discipline. You were just talking about it a little bit. It reminded me of... Uh, Mel Robbins in her five, four, three, two, one, just get up and do it. What are your thoughts on increasing our discipline uh, in those times where we have excuses, where we say we don't feel like it uh, to propel us really to our greater good? I'm Christopher and I'm complete. Oh, Christopher, that's the best. I love that. Love that question. So when you don't feel like doing it, how do you get up and, and rise and get the, you know, get the, the, the gumption to go out and put yourself out there? Here's what I do. There's so many strategies out there, but the one that I find that works the best is you discover why you are here on this planet. You discover what your why is, honestly. You figure out what is it. It's not just money. It's not just a car. It's not just a house. It's not what really are we here for? What is your why? And everyone has a why. Whether we have snuffed it out because people told us over the years it's not going to happen, we're not good enough, whatever, whatever. Whatever the thing is, the why so for me, I'll give you guys my story. My why is when I became a mother, and my kids are my why. And what you have to discover is that thing for you, that no matter what, it, nothing will stop you, like nothing. And everyone has it, whether you're a parent or not. Everyone has that thing inside of them that lights their soul on fire. Again, the reason why a lot of us don't speak about it is because someone, some at some point in our lives said, <laughs> good luck, really? You think you're going to do that? Or how are you going to do that? You? You're not rich enough, pretty enough, smart enough, whatever enough. And we believed them. And for the rest of our lives, we've all walked around hiding this level of insecurity because we don't think we can do it because somebody who didn't matter told us that we couldn't and we believed them. So it's finding out that why. What is the it? And what is the why? People talk about the why often, but very few people talk about the it. The it is the thing. Like, what is the thing you want to do? Like, what is the it? If, if we were not concerned about what everybody would think about us, what will they think? If I go live on social, what will they think? If I say to people I want to be in the media, what will they think? If we stop concerning ourselves about what people would think, right? What, what are they thinking? What are they thinking? But instead focus on the it. What is it? No one matters. No one's going to judge you. What is it? And then verbalize it out loud. It is this, and I'm going to do it. Not I want to. Got to take want out of the vocabulary. I'm going to do it. I'm so happy and grateful that I have achieved it. Okay, so we figure out the it and then the why behind it. What's your why? So for me, going back to my story, it's my children. So I recommend when you figure out your it and your why, take a photo of it. Maybe it's a quote. Maybe it's a photo. And I want you to put it as the screensaver on your phone, on the lock screen. Because whenever you're feeling tired, sad, broken, whatever, in our own feelings, we stop. But when you can look at something that takes you out of the emotions, it's all emotions that stop us, right? I, I deserve to be here. I'm tired. I'm this. I'm this, right? That's all emotional-based. But if we go from emotion and kind of wipe that away to more of a logical standpoint, right, but the emotion is only tied to the why. So for me, if I don't feel like it, I just look at my phone. I, just, I literally just press the, the little button on the side, and that image pops up. It's actually my husband and my kids. It's a family photo. And I see that, and no matter what I am feeling, it's like a split second. I'm like, all right, let's go, every, every single time, every single time. And so it's, it's defining what that thing is for you because nothing 
10 or will stop you when you figure that out. When you're tired, you rise. When you're sick, you rise. When you don't feel like it, you rise. When someone's mean to you, you rise. It doesn't matter. You just lost something really big in your life, you rise. Someone told you no, you rise. When someone doesn't call you back, you rise because you realize, oh, my gosh, it is so much more than me. It is so much more than all of this. I am going to rise. So when you figure out that why, I encourage everybody to put it on your phone. Maybe it's a big goal. Let's say someone out there is 300 pounds overweight and their dream is to just lose 100 pounds so they can sleep through the night and have confidence about themselves, right? Then you put a picture or a statement on your phone. So every time you look at it, you go, oh, man, all right, let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. It's that thing, and it's, it's a visual thing because our minds, we are, our, our, our bodies, we're attracted to two things, color and movement, right? So i.e. photos and, and pictures, uh, excuse me, photos and video. Those are the two things our eyes are, are attracted to. Those are the two things that, are, that wake our minds up. So if you can put an image on your phone, a still image that lights you up whenever you're feeling broken, sad, tired, blue, whatever, you see that, it will literally change the wiring, the paradigm of your mindset, of your brain to say, oh, my gosh, let's go. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend that, Christopher. I hope that helps. Absolutely. I was, I was applauding. I had, my, I had my phone in my pocket. I was absolutely applauding at everything you were saying. That's exactly what I teach is about that factor of being unstoppable and, and having that grit and having that why. That was one of the most powerful things I ever did was to write my own eulogy back in 2008. I went home and I wrote my eulogy because I asked myself, if I died tomorrow, who would show up and what would they say about me? And at that point in my life, I, you know, it would have been kind of funny. So at any rate, I went home and I wrote my eulogy and that's my why. And every day I wake up to fulfill that eulogy, which is that Christopher Rush will have fought for what was right and what was fair. He will have risked for that mattered, and he will have left the earth a better place for who he was and what he did. So every single day, I set the intention of making that happen, and that keeps me going in those times where even myself, I'm like, hmm? But I just sit there, and I look down at a tattoo I put down on my forearm that's no joke. It says, what doesn't kill me only makes me stronger. So anyways, I am Christopher. I'm the No Excuses Coach. Thank you so much, Dominique. That was beautiful. Thank you. I'm complete. Oh, your statement was beautiful too, Christopher. I really appreciate that share. This is such an awesome room, you guys. I do want to reset the room. I see a lot of new folks coming in. So welcome, 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 everybody, to the room. Let me pull up my reset. I hope you guys are enjoying today's programming in Breakfast with Champions. Now, just imagine how much we're all going to learn together in person in Lexington, Kentucky, November 5th through the 7th. Glenn, our fearless leader here at the top, he is celebrating the 1,000th episode of Rise and Grind by bringing back his Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference. It's all about how you can make more money and more impact. Money, impact. Money, impact. Yes, a lot of your Breakfast with Champion faves will be there between Glenn, Tamara, Amelia, Dave Meltzer, so many others, and we know you will want to be there as well. So here's, if you're interested, right, I want you to go to this website. It's www.growforgod.com for tickets. Again, that's grow, F-O-R, growforgod.com for tickets. Guys, it's going to be a great event. Again, that's coming up this November, so make sure you are tapping in to that as well. Welcome to the room for all of you who are new. We are talking today about monetizing your message and also anything related to media and speaking, getting on the big stages and sharing your message with the world. I do want to continue Q&A. So for anybody here on the stage or anybody in the audience with a question, I would love to hear from anybody who wants to chime in. Who's next? I want, I want to ask a question, Dominique. It's Nicole. Time. Hey, Nicole. Hi. Hey. Look at you on your photo. How are you? Thank you, my queen. It's good to see you as always and hear you speak. Um, I wanted to touch on the um, the part where you were speaking about the customer, speaking from the customer aspect. And uh, um, I love what you said. Never thought of it that way. So thank you for um, sharpening my iron and seeing things in a different perspective. Um, one is access. Two is process. Three is betterment. I put a star there because that's where I fall in at. Four is uh, simplicity. I think you said five is information and six is implementation, right? So my question is, let's say if you have an entrepreneur that may 
um, two, uh, twofold. One, how does one figure out, because I automatically knew the one that was for me, but how does one figure out which one they, um, customer fall in or which one they entertain or deliver? And two, what if they deliver more than one, what would be the advice to, you know, kind of use that interchangeably? That's a great question, Nicole. And yes, one and two, your questions kind of go together. You can have, you fall into multiple categories. Most people do. So for instance, like access, process, betterment, simplicity, information, and implementation are six things that my brand does, right? So you can fall in multiple categories. That's actually really, really good. So let's say you give someone process. You show them how to go from A to B. But in that process, you make them better. You help their lives become better. Then you fall under both. The thing is, you don't verbalize this to your avatar, so they wouldn't know, like, hey, you do access, process, and betterment. Now, in your messaging, you may say, we give you access to these interviews, or we give you access to this event, right? So you might use that word for that. But the way we do, do the messaging is very different. So, like, for you, this is more of your background blueprint, your dashboard, if you will, to say, okay, this is what people will pay for. Am I touching on any of these categories, because everyone should be hitting at least one of them for sure. And then you may be in two, but you might say, you know what, as I look to scale my business and grow, what else could I tap into? So let's say you, you provide process, A to B, and betterment, but your process is very, very confusing. I'm just making this up, right? Let's say you, you teach someone how to do something in 150 days. In 150 days, I'm going to show you how to do all of this stuff. And then you go, hmm. I'm struggling because the the feedback I'm getting from my audience is that 150 days is a really long time and people can't stick with it. So how can I simplify that? Instead of 150 days, let me add simplicity to my list. And maybe I do two things. Number one, I have two options. One that's an accelerator, if you will, that people can do in 14 days, two weeks, in and out. And they also have the 150-day option that you have. The second option would be, can we get that 150 days down to 100 or down to 50 or down to 25 and simplify it for your audience? So, again, it's more of a blueprint, Nicole, to say, okay, what am I touching on? How can I implement more things? Because the more things you implement for your business, the, the, more, um, the more you're going to reach people. Because if you can provide access and process and betterment and make it simple and have information and even implementation, that's awesome. Because here's the deal with implementation. You can tell someone literally, and I'll, I'll do this for the room here, okay? <laughs> take one step forward, take two steps back, take one step forward, one step to the left, two steps to the right, one step to the left. Where are you? Most people can't answer that. You're in the same place that you started. And the point that I make from that is you can literally spell out like verbatim, step one, step two, step three, step four. Some people will implement it and be like, cool, got it. A lot of people, even if you spell it out, are like, uh, can you just do it for me? And so that's where the implementation comes in because some people just don't want to do it. They're like, that sounds amazing. Awesome. I'm all about it. But can you do it for me? <laughs> so that's another level to your business that you might want to consider having as well because some people will pay you because they don't have the time or the inclination to do it themselves. So that's what all of these are on the back end. But, yes, you can be in multiple categories at any given time. I love what you said, and especially coming from a motivational factor understanding it from how you're delivering it i just see it it helps build your characteristics too it helps build your skills you exactly know what you need to bring forth in order to service the client or your customer segment thank you so much i appreciate you oh my gosh you're so welcome nicole absolutely anyone else on the stage with a question that was a great one nicole anyone else with a question i'm gonna sing to you guys <laughs> While you guys think about it, I want to tell you guys two things, three things, actually. Number one, everyone in the room today is going to get a copy of my book. It is called Speak Up, Five Simple Hacks to Gain Confidence, Find Your Voice, and Land Media Opportunities. I encourage you. It is free. 
to download this because it literally won't be free forever. It's free for all of you today. And on top of it, if you're looking for full-blown blueprints, this is not like a two-page, five-page book. It's a full book that's going to spell out verbatim how to be confident, how to put yourself out there, how to find your voice, and how to land speaking stages as well as media opportunities in the big five, TV, magazine, radio, newspapers, and podcasts. If that's of interest to you, and it really should be to every single brand looking to monetize and scale and grow and reach a larger audience, then what you want to do is go to Cook on My Face. Please follow if you're not following me yet. And then go down to Instagram. Click on the link for Instagram. And then I want you to go to my Instagram page. There's a link in my bio, and it says free ebook can't miss it. Free ebook. Click on that. It will be sent directly to your inbox. So if you're looking to get to the next level, trust me, you want to get this while it's free. Once you get your free book, it will, again, sent to your inbox. You will have an opportunity to sign up for my five-day boot camp. Everything you could ever imagine about Media 10X is in this workshop. So how to get on stages, how to get in the media, what are they looking for, what should I say, how do I write my outreach letter verbatim, paragraph by paragraph by paragraph, all of that and so much more is in the boot camp. And then the third thing is I'm hosting a mastermind in Tampa, September 25th, 6th, and 7th. You're going to be on television, tons of press, tons of media. We're building out all of your video assets. It's going to be insane. I have the number one headshot photographer in media flying in, um, tons of big names. It's going to be amazing. It is apply only and invitation only. So I want you guys, if you're interested, I literally have one spot left. If you shoot me a DM that says Tampa, I will make sure I send you the information to apply to be a part of this. Again, there's one spot. It's going to be filled quickly, uh, but it's going to be absolutely game-changing for one person who gets that last spot. So if you're interested, again, just shoot me a DM that says Tampa, and we will go from there. We have about six minutes left in the room, guys, and I want to make sure everyone who has a question has an opportunity to get that question answered. Anyone else have anything at all? Uh, Patricia, welcome. Yes. Hi, Dominique. Great segment. Um, are you in Tampa? I'm in Tampa. So just oh, curious. I'm, there. Not, no, I'm, in D I'm in DC, but no, the event's going to be in, in Tampa this year. Okay. Okay. Um, so my question is for somebody who is just getting started with media, um, maybe they've done, you know, more like some local speaking, um, a f you know, a few little clips here and there. What are some simple things or what is the best way to start, you know, just kind of building some of those links and some of those connections um, to get started with media? Yeah, a couple of things. That's a great question, Patricia. How do you start building your assets, right? So there's a couple of things. So not a sales pitch, but the Tampa event that I'm doing, the reason why it was created is because there's no one who can create assets, but no one does it. So that is going to be a full-blown every asset built like you've been in the business 10, 20 years. So there's there's that. For someone who's not looking to jump that fast, you can, everyone in this room is a citizen journalist, which is the cool thing. We all have a phone. That's why I, we're all in Clubhouse, right? You can start creating your own content. So the way media works, they love a visual. They want to see what you look like. They want to see what you sound like. They want to see if you can hold a conversation. Because especially when we're talking about radio and television, they want to bring someone on who is not going to freeze, who's able to say more than yes, no, uh-huh, right, statements, who can really give some great insights to their audience. So what that means is landing that first opportunity. If you, if you have zero, zero, zero media exposure for anyone in the room, what you want to do first is just start building assets any way you can. Start with your social media pages. Make it look robust. Add really good content to your pages, right? Ask yourself, if someone came to my social media right now, can they tell what I do if I cover up the text in my bio? Is it clear? If you're in fitness, can I tell? If you're a chef, can I tell? If you're a motivational speaker, can I tell? By covering it up. If I can't, then we need to work on that. That's one of the first things because when media looks you up, they're going to find your new age business card, i.e. your Instagram or your Facebook, and they're going to go off of that. So that's what I would recommend. We can start creating videos. Grab your phone. If you're a motivational speaker, give me a motivational speech on Monday, right? Give me a Monday motivation speech and post it and do this for a few weeks on Monday. So that way you build a bit of a, uh, a base, if you will, in terms of content. If you're someone who's in, uh, who's a chef, show me 
uh, recipes. Show me five simple recipes that I can do in 20 minutes or less and make a video and post it. So we now live in an age where we can create our own content. It's that initially that gets us the first couple of interviews. People see it and they go, wow, okay, this person's a chef. Their food looks amazing. They speak well. They look great on camera. Yeah, let's bring them in. Once you get the first opportunity, you leverage it for more opportunities. You're on one show, on one program, on one magazine cover, on one newspaper spot, right, on a feature in the newspaper. You can then leverage that and say to the other papers, hey, listen, I was just featured in X, Y, and Z newspaper or magazine, would love an opportunity to speak to you and share my message with your audience. And when they see the proof of concept, the fact that you've already been in something, it already elevates you. They're going to say, oh, you've already done something? You go, yeah, 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 this was three weeks ago. I did blah, 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 this outlet. Okay, they're going to take it more seriously. And then when they say yes, you leverage the two for the next four. And it literally starts to grow like wildfire really, 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 really quickly. The key is having the pitch down, the messaging down, your story down, because media – Every area of media they cover, the coverage we speak about, is called a story. Everyone calls it something different, right? TV we call it a package, but a package is still a story. So if you have your storyline pretty much buttoned up, this, this is who I am, this is what I do, this is what I speak about, this is why I want to share my message with the world, and you can verbalize that to your audience, that is when you start to land those media opportunities. And again, one goes to two, two goes to four, four to eight. And before you know it, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. That is what it's all about, Patricia. I hope that helps. That was amazing. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, you guys. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.